Welcome to Hot Breath Comedy Fam. On Monday, May 13th, I am teaching a clean comedy workshop. The last four I have taught sold out very quickly, so if you wanna learn about clean comedy, the business side, where the line is, how to write clean comedy, go to the link in the description of this episode, and we'll see you there. Well, I mean, first of all, I think it's important to, to get rid of the shoots in our life. You know, and and repeat and replace them with could. Mm. You know, you could be doing this, you could be doing that. It's not should because if you make if you if you start talking to yourself in this way, I should, I should, I should. Basically, if you don't do the thing that you think you should do, you're gonna beat yourself up, and then you're gonna feel bad about it, and that's gonna make you actually not do it. So there's no point in going should, should, should. Just go okay, could, 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 could is possibility. Then you can choose A, B, or C. Hot breath. What's goody, Hot breath averse? Welcome back to Hot Breath, the show where you learn comedy from the pros. Happy 2022. I am your host, comedian Joel Byers, and our mission here at Hot Breath is to cultivate the next generation of self-made comics, and we're doing an episode like we've never done before. We've interviewed over 400 comedians and managers and agents, but today... To kick off 2022, we have a mindset coach coming in to help us level up our 2022s. It's been a tough couple years for everyone, and listening to this episode is going to help you to set goals for 2022 that you actually achieve. This interview is actually from the weekly Q&A series I do in our Hot Breath Pro community every single Wednesday in Hot Breath Pro. I do Q&As with social media experts, with other bookers, with other comedians, with myself. I'll go in there and answer member questions as well, all to help you level up your comedy game. So if you want to become a member of Hot Breath Pro, just go into the description of this episode and click join a masterclass. Any of our masterclasses that you join, you get instant access to Hot Breath Pro and that community and wealth of resources inside. But now we have a wealth of information for you today. So get ready, take your notes, and inhale a hot breath with Elisa DiNapoli. All right, peeps are coming in here. So this is, for the Hot Breath Pro members, this is a Q&A, so feel free to ask your questions. But just for context, like looking at your website, you are a holistic... Like a mindset coach, would that be the best way to describe? Yeah, I'm a performance, creativity, and mindset coach. Um, and I like to work with performers or you know, actors, improvisers, comedians, musicians, that kind of thing. And where are you based? Um, currently, I'm based in New Zealand. I was in Scotland for a long time, but I've just moved to the other side of the world. <laughs> We're global here, Hot Breathiverse. This is so cool. The big thing I want to jump into just to start this off as we're starting the new year is goals and really the whole mindset around like setting a goal and then actually achieving it because that's something I know that I struggle with that I want to get better at. And I'm sure people watching this live or listening to it later definitely want to as well. So I know you said you had, you definitely had some things about goal setting and such. So I, um, as a comedian, I think it's so important. I think this is a topic we don't talk about a lot as well is like becoming a comedian from the inside out. We talk a lot of things about writing 
and how to get booked and things. But I have found in doing comedy 12 years that the mindset can have a big difference in like achieving something or not or excelling or feeling like you're not worthy and things like that. Like it's such a mental game. So I'm so glad that you're here at this time because with the pandemic and so many different things happening, like I think we need this now more than ever. So for 2022, like where, how, if people, let's say someone's listening to this and they didn't even set goals, maybe we could start there with like setting goals and then starting to work towards achieving them. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's a lot to talk about here. And the, the, first of all, I think it's important to kind of evaluate before we set goals, we need to evaluate, evaluate um, not only, um, you know, not only what, what well, there's, there's specific things we need to do, steps that we need to take. And I like to be quite practical. So first of all, I would say we need to actually look at uh, our conditioning, you know, what we think we should do versus what we actually, what actually feels right in our lives, you know, like our values, what's important, you know, do we, um, what's valuable to us? Because a lot of the time we we get lost and we think uh, maybe this is what I should do this year. Maybe this is what, you know, um, perhaps my parents or society or my friends think think I should do versus actually what what is valuable to me, what is important to me. And maybe what's valuable, important to you this year is not the same as what was valuable, important to you last year, you know, because things change, right? And there's no shame in that. So first, first of all, just accepting that things might have shifted. Um, and then, you know, actually um, look, be, be being prepared to clean out whatever is no longer relevant. And so one of the exercises that I like to start with is to look at, first of all, uh, what worked. You know, what worked? What actually went well this year? Uh, whether it is in terms of performance or getting books or writing or whatever it may be, yeah. Um, so actually writing them down because that is something obviously that you want to continue doing. Mm -hmm. And sometimes we take that for granted, you know, um, and we sometimes stop doing the thing that actually works. So let's not do that. Let's write it down. And then the second thing I would say is to look at is what didn't work. And why, specifically why? Because it might be that something didn't work overall because it was the wrong goal or maybe we didn't have the skills um, or maybe it's just, you know, a tweak, something that needs to be tweaked slightly that would have worked in a different way. So it's important to kind of look at that as well, you know. Um, some things, you know, could be in general things that we want to avoid, you know, bad habits, you know, maybe... I don't know, staying up too late, watching too many uh, irrelevant news, spending too much time on social media, you know, this sort of thing. Um, and so that could be something that we really want to avoid. But in other, in, other, um, case, in another case, it could be just looking at what needs to be changed. And then once you've got that uh, down, and I would really suggest to take time to spend time to actually do this. And often we just don't spend time on ourselves um, enough. Mm -hmm. So the third thing would be, okay, what can I do differently? You know, and this means not what could I, not what could I do better, but what could I actually do differently? Um, you know, it's, it's about brainstorming and testing things out. You don't have to be uh, sure that whatever you're going to try is going to work because otherwise you would never try anything, right? There's a lot of other ideas 
don't work. I mean, you guys know, you know, after the time when we start new material, we might be bombing, you know, just not, not be very funny or whatever. That's okay. It's about testing things out and, uh, and not feeling like, oh, I failed just because something doesn't work. Actually, that's a positive experience. You know, the sooner you know that doesn't work, the sooner you can let it go mm. or tweak it. You know, mm-hmm. so that's one thing. And, and in this process, I think what's important is to be, you know, um, in, to be mindful of sticking to facts. So don't assume anything, just stick to the facts, keep records, you know. So, for example, if, if you want to look at how much money did I make doing stand up comedy this year, you know, well, do you have an actual, real, precise record of how much money you made? where that money came from, you know, because if you don't, then it's going to be all an assumption. It's all like, it could be based on anxiety rather than facts, you know? Um, And finally, a couple of more things with that, with process, when you do this process, make sure that you, you know, if something didn't work out, you don't blame anybody, you know, you don't blame yourself, you don't blame any other people, just try to learn from the experience and, and solve, have a mindset where you are, Focus on solutions rather than problems, if that makes sense. Mm. And finally, the last thing would be about not overloading yourself because, you know, I know this, I overload myself all all the time and it's such a bad habit. It's like if you overload yourself and you set a thousand goals, you know, know, you, you think you could do many, many, many things. You know, we usually tend to overestimate what we can do. Um, But actually, if you set yourself three goals, four goals maximum, maximum a year, you're much more likely to achieve them. So don't, don't overload uh, yourself. So that's the first thing. Evaluate. That would be the first step. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is great. Yeah, and this is this is something like, so just to kind of reiterate where we're at right now, it's like, okay, if you're, before people even set goals, they reflect on the previous year of what worked, and why and what didn't work and why and what can they do differently this year that's kind of the first step and and then for the next step to actually create these three to four goals that you're talking about where i'm trying to like where where would someone start to even figure out what is a goal it's like okay it's like all right, i want i want 10 million dollars this year it's like all right well hold on let's like what it, you're talking about like set almost like attainable but challenging goals what is kind of the parameters around what a goal should even be i've heard we we overestimate like what we can do in a like a month but we underestimate what we can do in a decade or like something like you know it takes time so for like this year Like, where could we start with, like, creating goals that we can actually achieve and build confidence around? Yeah, I mean, it's so easy to say, oh, I want a million dollars. But it's like, yeah, what what do you want it for, first of all? Mm. Um, What's this for? You know, because it's much easier to visualize and focus on an actual, practical, attainable, uh, time-specific thing. Like, I want to go on holiday to the Caribbean. I want to buy a house. I want to get booked at X, Y, and Z. You know, what? there needs to be practice. 
practical, achievable, attainable, time specific. You know, when do you want this part? Um, what, why do you want it? You know, what, what's the aim? You know, because sometimes also we may, we may um, decide that we want to do something, um, but then it's not really, we don't realize what that entails. So for example, you know, I remember thinking, oh, I want to be, you know, I want to be a rock star. You want to be a rock star? Yes, okay, maybe you want to be a rock star, but uh, what does that mean? Like, what, what's the lifestyle of a rock star? You know, like, uh, what does that entail? Oh, I think I need to be touring. Okay, do I, do I like touring? You know, is this the kind of thing that would make me happy? Actually, no, you know, it's the dream of, oh, I want to be this and that, but actually what's the lifestyle that's required to get to that? So if I don't like the lifestyle, that's not an attainable goal. Like it's something that it's just, I'm not going to do because I'm, if, even if I did do it, I would be unhappy as a result. So that, so a goal needs to be specific, mm-hmm. as specific as possible. Not, I want to be rich, but exactly, you know, how much money, for what reason, what what uh, gig do I want to book, where, by when, you know, specific. It needs to be attainable. Now, um, you know, a lot of things can be attainable long term, but um, we want to be uh, sure that this goal is congruent with our values and beliefs, like I said before. So if something is doesn't fit with our lifestyle, what we actually, you know, we've got a family, but but this job requires touring. Well, how am I going to do this? Can I move my family with me? Or actually, this isn't for me. Maybe I need to find, adjust my goal, you know. So that's, it's important. And the goal needs to be, like I said, time specific as mm-hmm. well. Um, and, you know, first of all, also the thing is that, that I think the most important thing is to, to have big goals first. So say you, you have maximum of four big goals, right? Um, and that's the big goal for the year. But then you need to break it down. Because um, otherwise it's just gonna be up there, big goal and never gonna get anywhere, right? So for example, um, I'm just thinking of an example that's got to do with you know, comedy because I can think of an example to do with, you know, learning, you know. Oh, I can, I can give you mine. So, uh, my my goal for this year is for my personal YouTube channel. I want to have ten thousand subscribers. Okay, so ten thousand subscribers. So, if you need wanted to break that down in terms of time, you'd be like, okay, ten thousand subscribers in a year. Now, what does that mean in terms of every three months? So let's let's make it course of you know three months, three months, three months, three months. So how many subscribers does that mean for each quarter? Mm. Uh, Sorry, for each third. Um, So you divide that by, you know, by the year and multiply three months and then go, okay, three months. Um, Now let's look at the first third. Uh, Let's look at month by month. What does that mean for this month, next month and the next month? So once then you have a, a number for one month, you know how many subscribers you need each month, right? So say you needed 1,000 subscribers. So I, I'm really bad at math. So 10,000 subscribers divided 12 is what? So I did it by the quarter. So that would be 2.5 thousand per quarter. Quarter. So 2,000.5 2, 
five divided three means it's what you need for each month, right? Mm-hmm. So that's uh, that's eight hundred, and let's say eight hundred. Okay, yeah, let's yeah, say 800. yeah, around eight hundred, basically. Yeah. Yeah. So eight hundred uh, subscribers per month. Right. Okay. Now, now you've got the goal for the month. Now let not let's not get just yet uh, bogged down in the how. First of all, we want to go what. Okay, so 800 subscribers this month. Now, next, we want to look at, okay, um, what have I done so far to get subscribers? What have I done that has worked so far to get subscribers? Write that down. Um, What have I done that worked? And what have I done that didn't work? Why didn't it not work? What could I do differently that would work, right? And then once you've got that, you have possibilities. You're like, okay, I could do this, this, and this, and this, and I'm not going to do this, this, and this, and this. Then when you have, once you have that list, you can be like, okay, what are the obstacles here? Let's, let's take one thing. You know, what have I done that has, that, um, uh, for example, what could I do differently? And you write it down. And then you ask yourself, okay, what's a possible obstacle here? You know, what's one thing that could get in the way of this little goal that I have? And then the next question is, what, how can I overcome this particular obstacle, right? Well, and then let's brainstorm possibilities. Does that make sense? Yeah, so... So for me, I guess, um, if I'm looking at what have I done that worked and didn't work, the YouTube channel is new. So would it be like two years ago, I set, this is my, that was my first time like setting goals and I set a goal to record an album and I set a goal to run a marathon and I had no idea how I was going to do either. So would it be looking back on what I did and I ended up doing both. So would it be looking back on what I did to achieve those goals and then see how I can apply it to this 10,000 subscriber goal? Well, first of all, I would stick with the actual, what you actually actually did in this subject, in in this area, Mm -hmm. you know, in the area of getting subscribers, you know, specifically, right? First of all, that. Okay. Yeah. So I have about 250 subscribers. So it would be looking at what I did to get those 250. Yeah. Okay. And what, what worked there yeah what you tried all the things you tried and which ones worked so in order to do that you need to keep records obviously for sure Uh, so it's almost like tracking what i'm currently doing and get the data to reflect on in like the first quarter exactly perfect and then and so so do you know for example what can you give me an example of something that did work um i mean i've been posting consistently um for the past few weeks and that's been getting, I wouldn't even, I would have to look at how many subscribers I've gotten since starting to post consistently. Cause I'm starting a vlog and I've been doing more skits and things I'm posting on there. So I may need more data before I could maybe like correlate what's working and what's not. It's yeah, very new. I think it's really, yeah, it's really important to like keep records. That's what I mentioned before, you know, to just write down, okay, January 2021, I had this number of subscribers. Okay, then 
you know, February, March, April, et cetera, et cetera, you know, and, and, and then you can see it grow and you can see, you know, you can write down, okay, this month I did this, this, and this, and this. If you keep records, then it's so much easier to know what to do and what not to do, right? Mm-hmm. Um, does that make sense? So, so, so that's one thing. Um, but for example, tell me, tell me a, a goal, not a goal, sorry, um, something that uh, you could do differently. You know, perhaps something that you you did do, but it didn't quite work, and that you think could need a tweak. Well, even in just the content I'm currently creating, I could be more intentional about telling people to subscribe, like even throughout the video. Like I may say it at the end, but it's like saying it maybe in the middle or being more creative with um, like almost gamifying getting subscribers. So the, the next 10 people to subscribe will be entered into a contest or whatnot, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that's an excellent, excellent uh, idea to test. So you could actually do that and and go. Okay, I'm, I'm going to try this now. Um, before you try it, let's think about an obstacle. You know, okay, what could get in the way of me doing this? You know, what can I anticipate possibly being a challenge here? Let's say if if I go the giveaway route, um, then it's like giving away something that's valuable enough for people to enter the giveaway, but that's also is like equal. It's like, I don't want to do a $500 giveaway for like 10 subscribers. Yeah. Yeah. So, so then it's about asking yourself the question. So, so how do I make this um, feasible in terms of, you know, money that I'm an energy and time and effort that I'm putting into this. Um, what could be a giveaway that is um, interesting enough, but easy and doesn't take all of my time or cost tons and tons and tons of money, right? Mm-hmm. You know, so asking yourself these questions and really engaging with the answer, you know, having different options. So you can try A, B, C, and D, and then going, okay, that was too expensive. That took too much time. Oh, that was that was easy, and it worked. You know. Yeah. So you know, not being afraid of problems. You know, like rather than waiting for the problem to to happen, go. Okay, what's a possible obstacle here, and how can I overcome it? And how how do you keep your records? Are you in like a Google spreadsheet, or do you have like a notebook or a template or anything? Um, I use a Notion. Notion is like a free website type mm-hmm. thing. I mean, there's loads of different ones, you know. Um, I've tried different, I, I keep on trying different things, but I like Notion just because it's free and you can have many different, uh, you know, you, you can divide different areas of your life. You can add pages within pages, within pages, you know. Um, so so that's kind of what I do. and And also I... Um, I try to always, always have my goals very, very clear. Sometimes I have to rewrite them, you know, and, and keep on um, refining. And I have them, I make a screenshot, you know, I use Miro, which is like, you know, another free tool 
that helps you kind of visualize things. Mm. This is more for a mind map, you know, to yeah. make like a mind map of your goals. And then I put a, I take a screenshot of it and put it on my computer uh, screensaver. So it's always there every day, you know, I look at it and I don't forget. Mm-hmm. Um, but in terms of keeping records, yeah, you, you could just use um, Excel or, you know, Google Sheets. You know, you don't need anything fancy. Do you have, do you have an example of, um, cause that is interesting. You saying even like you, you're like, I kind of had to adjust my goals as, as they evolve. Like, do you have an example of an instance you had to do that with a goal? Like how it evolved? Well, as I, yeah. I mean, as I said before, I've got, um, a lot of things going on. Right. And sometimes I overload myself with too many things. So for example, I, um, I did, uh, I published a book uh, a couple of years ago and I did this online course and then I was thinking about how to promote it. And, and so I spent a lot of time, you know, thinking about promotion and all of that. It's not my favorite subject, but you know, I, you've got to do it. Right. Mm-hmm. And then, and then I spent, you know, I thought, oh, I'm, I'm going to use Facebook ads. So I, I learned all about Facebook ads, but by the end of the course, I realized that this is not something I want to spend my time doing. I was like, there's a lot of videos I'm going to have to do to promote this course. Do I want to spend all of my time making these marketing videos? Actually, no. Like I already had spent a lot of time watching this, this course. I spent money for it. You know, I got it. I know that I could do it, but I was like, this is me. It just isn't me. I can't. So I decided that instead of doing that, I'm going to do something different that is more me because I'm a little bit more introverted. And I was like, well, a more introverted thing to do would be to do cross promotion with other authors, you know, and that actually works just as well. So I have changed my goal. I was like, I mean, I haven't changed my goal. I've changed my strategy. You know, the goal was, you know, promote the book and the course, but just doing it in a way that is not going to ruin my life or my mental health, you know, that's something that feels better. Oh yeah. So that goes back to the beginning of this where you're like, start with what you want, what feels good to you. And that can be what guides you. Yeah. I think it's important to take a moment of um, a pause, you know, I'll take a moment of away from social media, phones, computers, distractions, and even maybe go, and you know, if it works for you, go in a place where you can be alone in nature, because sometimes that can really help to calm down and, 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 and just stop the constant monkey mind swirling, you know, around with uh, what ifs and anxiety and doubts and all of that. And so we need some time to just drop in and, and listen to a deeper uh, voice within ourselves. Some people call it a gut feeling. Some people call it the higher self. You know, this is, but in order to listen to this voice, because it is a subtle voice, we need silence. We need time away. It might take a little bit of just switching off from everything else and dedicating maybe a day, two days, three days, maybe even a week, you know, just to, to kind of drop in and ask, what really matters to me? You know, what is really important to me? What would make me happy um, rather than what should I do or, or all those other things, you know? And, and just take the time to then close your eyes and, 
and listen, just listen, because your mind will be like, blah, 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 blah. And we don't want to listen to that because that's just uh, chatter and uh, anything could be a rule. This or not this, this or not this, you're never going to find a solution that way. So the, the way to find it is to take time to go in and maybe it's about doing a, a little meditation or maybe it's about going in nature or maybe it's about journaling, you know, but whatever you need to do. Uh, maybe it's about, you know, letting out first all of that other crap, you know, that is not really relevant. You know, sometimes I do that as well. Like, you know, if I'm feeling frustrated or I'm feeling like there's a lot going on in my mind, I might like to, to do a, a five minute rant, you know, to just like go five minutes. I'm going to vomit out all the horrible stuff that's going on in my head mm-hmm. and just let it all out. And then after five minutes, that's gone. Over to one side. Now I can drop in now that that stuff is, or you could write it. You could you do, you know, 10 minutes free writing, no worries about grammar. Just write down everything that comes into your head without filter. You know, this sort of exercises can help. Yeah. And, uh, and Mike Marr brings up a, a good point here. And uh, I, I see some people asking questions. So we'll definitely get to them. But, uh, and this is something I'm feeling what Mike is saying here in terms of like, I've been doing comedy 12 years and my wife is like, where's the stability in a lot of ways, you know, especially with the pandemic and all my live shows going away and they're starting to creep back. But then my January was basically just canceled of shows again. But Mike Mars said money is a big obstacle always. And that that is what I've been struggling with, especially lately of like, I mean, I'm a professional comedian. I should be I should be making money. I want to be making enough to where my wife doesn't have to work if she doesn't want to. You know, and I've been putting a lot of pressure on myself to do that in some way. And I feel like I'm suffocating all the joy out of anything I'm doing. But at the end of the day, it is like Georgia Power doesn't accept journaling as a payment. You know what I mean? So it's finding that balance, uh, which which I'm still struggling with. And I know Mike is saying that I'm sure a lot of other people are. So how, how how like we need money to live and money is fun. But I'm assuming I don't really have any right now, but I'm hoping to find out someday, you know, in a big way. So, like, what is the mindset around money, perhaps? Well, I mean, first of all, I think it's important to to get rid of the shoulds in our lives, you know, and and repeat and replace them with could. Mm. You You could be doing this. You could be doing that. It's not should, because if you make, if you, if you start talking to yourself in this way, I should, I should, I should. Basically, if you don't do the thing that you think you should do, you're going to beat yourself up and then you're going to feel bad about it. And that's going to make you actually not do it. So there's no point in going should, should, should. Just go, okay, could, could, could. Could is possibility. Then you can choose A, B, or C. Now, once again, there is, I mean, this is a question that, you know, um, we all artists have, you know, we're all artists here in a way or another. And as an artist, yes, there is no uh, certain income coming in if we only want to work with our art. I mean, that can be the goal, right? That can be the the long-term goal, but we need to be looking at, okay, how do I make this happen? And it might be that we need different income streams. I mean, let's face it, we do need need different income streams. So it's about looking, okay, what are these different income streams? And what are, what are of these can I feasibly do that aren't going to ruin my life or my family or, you know, like what are feasible? 
So what are these three things, you know, could it be, maybe I need to adjust my goals a little bit, you know, I need to go with what is actually happening. So right now, if there are no gigs, well, I can't just, you know, blame the world or and, and go, well, I'm angry because there are no gigs. It's like, yeah, of course, everybody's frustrated. I'm frustrated, you're frustrated, but that's not gonna, you know, make the gig happen. So it's like, okay, let's accept that this is the status quo for now. And let's work with what we've got, right? So how can I work with what I've got in the question, right? What are my skills? Because as a comedian, as you know, you know, you have a lot of skills that could apply, you know, um, could be used in many different areas of life. You know, you know how to talk to someone uh, like this, improvising, you know, you, you, I'm sure you didn't know exactly what you were going to ask me, you know, and I didn't know what I was going to say in advance, mm-hmm. you know, so it's, it's a big skill, the big skill that that's not, let's not undervaluate, you know, so what are my skills, you know, like, writing them down, maybe you're good at teaching, maybe you're not, maybe you're good at writing, maybe you're not, what are you good at, what do you enjoy, and what can you you do what could be transferable so you know maybe short-term uh, goals in, uh, to do with money um can be um incorporated into your into the bigger um goal of yes i want to be making money with my art um as a, a big goal uh, so let's always keep that in mind but let's also look at what reality is right now and what can i do right now um Wait, there was something else I wanted to say, but it's just escaped me. Well, we'll come back. No worries. Does that make sense? Well, oh, yes, yes. The relationship with money. Yeah, I think it's also important. Like, to if you think you've got bad relationship with money, you know, some people. I used to have a really bad relationship with money, which was like basically I thought money is evil. If you're a good person, you, you you're not greedy. You know, if you want money, you're greedy. Rich people are bad, you know, all this, this crap, right? On the other hand, I think it, it can be toxic to also think that money is everything and, you know, that put your value, um, you know, think that you're, you're not valuable or you're not worthy if you don't have a lot of money. You know, some people may be poor, but actually have enough, you know, to to clothe their children, eat, whatever, and actually have a lot of time. And that might be good for them. And it might be what rich means for them. So um, so first of all, let's have a good relationship with money. What does that mean? Well, how do we know? So one thing that I like to do is um, to write a letter to money. It sounds crazy, but, you know, trying it out. It's, hmm. It can really be uh, interesting, you know, exercise. Just go, dear money. I hate you because you are evil and blah blah blah. Or I love you. Or I never have enough. Or I, you know, whatever it is, just write it down. That's your story around and your belief around money. And once you've written this this uh, letter, some things will come out, so, such as beliefs, you know, beliefs about money. Um, underline them. And write them down, make a list and write them down. You know, money is only for greedy people or whatever. I am not worthy if I don't have a million dollars in the bank, whatever, you know. But write them all, all the negative beliefs down. And then ask yourself, okay, are these facts 
you know, is this a fact or is this a story I'm telling myself, some kind of fiction, you know, where did I pick it up? Um, oh, my mom and dad, okay, or my teacher at school or whoever. Do I subscribe to their value system now? Like maybe I picked it up when I was five, but now I'm not five anymore. Do I subscribe to this value system? Yes, no. Is this empowering me? Is this helpful? Because if it's not, then you have a choice now. You have a choice to flip it, to change it into something empowering. So for example, for me, it was understanding that money isn't evil or, or good. Money is just a, a form of energy or an exchange. It's, it's how you use it. You know, um, you could have a lot of money and waste it. You could have a lot of money and help other people or help yourself or, you know, whatever it may be. So for me, it was like money is energy. It depends how you use it. You know, the more money I have, the more I can be of service. You know, that that was, you know, um, one of my beliefs. And then I, when, when you have a, all these new beliefs written down, now it's time to focus on these beliefs. And now here we go into the mind hacks because once you've got all your beliefs, once you've got all your goals, yeah, that's, that's, that might feel like the end. No, that is the beginning because you need to support um, these beliefs and these, these goals with a healthy dose of self-esteem, and focus, right? Because um, your mind, uh, your your subconscious really is who's in charge really here. Let's not kid ourselves. You know, we think we are in charge, but actually subconscious is in charge. And the subconscious, the subconscious can be steered and influenced, you know? And how do we do that? Well, we need to understand how it works. And so it's not enough to, to do all of them. And this is all important. It's essential, but when you, then you have the belief, then it's like, okay, how do I communicate with my mind in a way that is going to be effective? You know, so that this belief, for example, the money belief, let's say money is energy or the more money I have, the more I can take care of my family or something like that, you know, I'm worthy of having money, um, what would you say, for example, you have, what would you say would be a belief for you around money that you'd like to change, if at all? Yeah, well, definitely my relationship with it is like growing up, my parents never talked about it. And it was almost taboo to talk about it. And they were both educators, so we didn't have any really either. So, so I definitely have a mental block even just around discussing it, negotiating it with a booker. Um, feeling, yeah, even just the whole topic is really uncomfortable and almost mysterious to me because it has just been this thing I grew up of like, well, we don't talk about money or politics, you know, and that's just kind of been ingrained in my brain. So why do you think that was the case? You know, what, what's behind, what's the reasoning behind not talking about money? Uh, maybe because we just didn't have much, so there wasn't much to talk about or money can complicate things as well. If you realize someone's super rich, you may look at them differently. Or if, if maybe they thought since maybe we didn't have a lot of money that maybe they thought I would look at them differently. So there's a bit of fear around it. 
quite mm-hmm. a lot of fear, possibly shame. I'm not sure. Would you say that there's any shame or fear around it? Well, I definitely wouldn't want to come off like I had money. Even if I did, it, I wouldn't go and then because buy like a BMW. Mean, yeah. Okay, well, what would that mean if you bought a BMW? Wherever I drove, people may start to assume things about me that aren't true or probably not even positive either. Like what? I mean, if, if I'm a, a straight, blonde-haired, blue-eyed, white male driving a BMW, they're going to be like, oh, look at that trumpeteer driving a BMW to his QAnon rally or something. Right, right. So it's about fear of being judged then. I, I guess so. Yeah, people, I would, it's like, it's almost like if, if you like show up with a new shirt at a family function, they're like, oh, somebody got a new silk shirt. They must be doing well. They almost maybe not celebrate it as much as almost like mock it, you know, and then that, it makes feel fear of rejection in a way, fear of disapproval and then consequently rejection, right? Yeah. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so no one, so, you know, we are, um evolutionarily for us as human beings it's really important not to be rejected because you know when we lived in tribes if you got cast out of the group you might die you know that's really important to be in, in, uh, approved of but in and, and you know to a certain extent we're not going to get rid of this but to another extent we have a choice and ask ourselves okay is this actually uh, impeding me you know does it really matter what i assume because this is an assumption. I mean, you don't know, right? You mm-hmm. don't know for a fact that people are, are thinking this and that and the other, right? You, you're just assuming, oh, they might be thinking this. And so is this assumption going, you know, first of all, it's not really a fact. I'm imagining that it is. They might be thinking, oh, wow, that guy's so young and he's got all this money. He must be really smart. You know, could, they could be thinking that. True. Yeah, yeah. Possibly. Who knows? Right? Mm-hmm. So it's all about what you're imagining other people thinking. So you've got a choice here. You can either go, okay, you know what? Well, I'm choosing to imagine that actually people are admiring me because I've got BMW. Or you could be like, you know what? I choose to let go of this need for approval. I choose to be really, really conscious of my need for approval. And I decide to, to actually not give it energy because it's not empowering me. It's stopping me from, from making the money that I could use to dot, dot, dot. What would you use money? If you had more money, what would you use it for? Well, my goal is to work in a way that my wife can do what she wants to do, like I'm getting to do right now, you know? Yeah. Right. So you would use your money in service. Mm-hmm. For, sure. Love, right? for right. sure so then can you see how this um, need for an imaginary approval or fear of an imaginary disapproval is actually what's standing in the way of you making more money <laughs> <laughs> oh i need to go lay on my couch this is getting deep <laughs> But yes, yeah, yeah, I can see how that is definitely like in the way of me making any progress towards money. I'm almost like stop, like, yeah, hindering it. Right, so 
So that's, you know, once you know that, then it's like, okay, I know this is a fear of God, a fear about disapproval and uh, rejection and all of that. Okay, so the, how do I flip this? How do I change this into something empowering, right? So we could either just change it completely, like flip it in the opposite, as in, you know, um, the only approval I need is of my own. That could be a way, you know. Uh, or it could be I let go of my need for approval. Or it could be about focusing on the solution, like um, I make money uh, in service of the people I love. You know, making money is good because you know you wouldn't have to word it yourself. Um, but once you 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 know you have it, now that's going to be your mantra. That needs to be something you really really repeat every day and and you know you might have heard of affirmations and the, the, the thing with affirmations is that you need to decide that this is something you actually want to communicate to your mind that is possible for you it's like opening a door and going that's where we're going mind that's where we're going like an island you know we're going to the island of prosperity you know of of my, my wife having the time to do what she loves. That's where we go in mind, okay? So we wanna focus, visualize it, and write it down in a way that makes sense to you and that is good, that is positive, something you can actually believe. You know, there's no point in writing a suggestion or an affirmation that makes no sense to you. Oh, I'm abundant, it's like, yeah, whatever, you know, maybe you don't resonate with that at all. But, but it's like, maybe what resonates with you is, I make money to in service of my wife or whatever, you know, like what would be a good mantra do you think in light of what we've been talking about for you? Um, I mean, some I've had in the past are I'm stable. I'm grateful. I am healthy. I am wealthy, but to be more money specific, I wonder if would it be something like money is love maybe that's a little... <laughs> does that work for you does it work money is love i'm just trying to connect it to the use the utility of money is to help loved ones is for service so may maybe money is service but it doesn't need to be more specific like some like they're well, like, maybe how about the more money I make, the more I can be of service to the people I love. Yes. Okay. Something yeah. like that. I like that. And then I, yeah. So, so, you know, I would say I wouldn't buy you write that down, have it really front, um, front of mind and also have something around the fear of getting rejection because that's going to stand in the way. So we want to let it go. We want to be conscious of it and go, okay, perhaps it is, what do you think would be best? Something like, I let go of my need for, for approval or um, what, what, what do you think would work in that, you know, to, to tackle that? The approval aspect? Yeah. Would it be like something like, money does not define me? Nice. I like that. Do you like that? I do like that. Mm -hmm. perhaps also just because we don't want to use too much negatives what defines you so instead of money does not define me okay yes money does not define you but what does define you i think the amount 
I can help other people. Like even when growing up, when my mom was a single mom, educator with three kids, she was still always intentional about us donating books, even if we didn't have money and always helping other people. So I've always had that service mentality. So maybe it is, that's what defined me of how many people I can help as opposed to how much money I can make. Right. But that's, but we want to get it back to money as a positive because we've kind of sneakily gone back to money's bad. I think, you know, money is bad, but helping people is good. Is it? Yeah. But how are you going to be able to help people if you don't have any money? Mm-hmm. You can't, right? You just can't. So the so then we maybe go back to what you said before, which was the more money I make, the more I can be of service. You know, that's a really nice positive way to look at it. Mm-hmm. Would you agree? Yeah. So, yeah. So then the motivation isn't the money. The motivation is the service. Yes, exactly. <gasps> Did we just have a breakthrough? i'm sorry i'm breaking the tension with comedy i'm sorry i should i should be focused here i like that (laughs) yeah so then now that you have it how do you use it well what you want to do is you want to use it daily and you want to you want to repeat this affirmation for no more than 10 minutes every day you don't want to overdo it but you, when you do do it, uh, I would suggest that you say it out loud because when you say things out loud, they're more real. Also, that you use your body. So you use your body. What does it mean? You don't, you know, if you slouch and you look down and you got the tone of voice like, oh, the more money I make, and it's like what? You not you don't believe that, you know. You want to use the tone of voice and you want to stand uh, and have your body in a position that um, suggests, you know, that that anyone who believes this to be true would have. You know, so if I believe that this is true, how do I stand? How do I talk? How do, what's my tone of voice? You know, no, money, the more money I make, the more I can be of service. Yes, of course, of course, yes. And then I just repeat it to myself, like, like I'm coaching myself, you know, like I believe this. And then I visualize it. So visualize it. What are the things I could be doing with the money? Or maybe you visualize helping your wife. Maybe you visualize your wife happy. Maybe you visualize all the other people you're helping. So you really want to make it real as in um, so that you can feel as if it's already true. And this is because if you're, you know, you might have heard about this. Many people talk about this. And sometimes it sounds like the magical thing or, you know, the law of attraction or whatever. But the way that I see it is just psychology. It's just how the subconscious works because your subconscious is a goal-striving mechanism. It will strive towards a goal, whether it is positive, negative, doesn't care. It just wants a goal. And it's driven by emotion. So if you have a strong emotion, positive emotion, and you have a, a very strong visual um, idea of what you want, and you communicate it clearly, then your subconscious is going to do everything it, it can to get there. You don't need to mm. even worry too much. I mean, you can have to take action, of course. You, know, you don't just sit on your chair and wait for it to happen. But your subconscious is going to really, really support you in this. Right? So that's very important to put your... Your mind, your emotion, your imagination, your 
body into these affirmations. That's exciting. So that would be every day. And then, yeah, every day. And you can even, you know, if you want to do more, you can write a story, the new story, new story of the future you. Okay, this is our year from now, and it's my future self, and I'm writing a letter to my me in January 6, 2022, and I'm going and telling him all the things I've done to make this happen and how good I feel about it, all the things I've got in my life now that are possible now, and what I did to make it possible. You can do it with a letter. You could write down the story. This is the story of what happened. You know, that's, that's a good way also. So it's almost like writing based on what we've learned today. It's like writing the new story to myself in 2023 as if I'm reading it. Yeah, it's already happened. You know, if you don't want to write it, you could talk it. You could imagine that you are, uh, you know, you, you are talking to your best friend and, or your wife or whatever, someone else in 2023. And you're going, oh, man. This year has been amazing. This is, I'm so excited. I finally got to do what I always wanted to do. I am now able to, I've got a stable income. My wife is so happy. She can do, 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 do. And you know what I did to get here? This happened, this happened, this happened, this happened. This is what I did. And I never, you know, I never gave up. And, and it really worked. Even when I was unsure, I kept on repeating myself. No, keep going, you know, and, and it's important to get excited about it because if you get excited, then it's real, and then your subconscious goes, Okay, we, we're making this happen. Mm. Wow. So, for <laughs> she does this professionally, by the way, and we'll be sure to have um, ways for you to contact her in the show notes and a description of this episode and all of that jazz because that's definitely we could almost use this for like people listening. This could almost be used as like a template for themselves. So to like put a bow on this, um, we kind of went through that exercise with me. So if someone's listening to this, they're like, oh, wow, that was cool for Joel. But like, how do I then? OK, she did that for him. How how do I apply this to me? I just listened to this. I'm feeling inspired to take action and really make this the best year of my life. OK, it's almost like the further we get away from an idea, it's like the the more the blurrier it gets. So like for people listening, it's like, what 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 can they do? Kind of like what we just did here. How can they like take action and do this for themselves? So do you say do them for, do this for themselves on their own, or what do you? What do you yeah, well, it's like you you kind of took us almost like. If someone were to do this like we just did, whether whether it's it's money or like whatever, to find their mantra, uh, it's like how 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 could they do that if you're not sitting yeah, there being like, yeah, well, okay, what's okay. what's going on? Well, okay, got it. Okay, got it. Well, there's actually a chapter in my book. I think it's chapter I'll pull my book here, um, which has got uh, where is it? Yes, it's it's uh, it's. Uh, bonus three, letting go of limiting beliefs, um, page 214 of my book. And um, there's there's an exercise there that helps you to, to identify your negative beliefs and how to flip them around. And then there's another chapter, uh, it's chapter three, 
um, where I describe how the mind works and how to talk to your mind. Um, you know, describe six fundamental mind, mind hacks that you need to know to, to actually communicate to your mind once you've got your empowering, what I call empowering beliefs or empowering statements or empowering affirmations. Uh, <clears throat> so these are parts of my book. My book is about performance and anxiety, but really it's about you know, how to overcome anxiety in general. And, um, and so actually I would like to give this book for free to your uh, listeners, the whole book. Because there's no point in giving them like one chapter and the other chapter. So, you know, if you're interested, you could actually get this entire book for free. Um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Applause sound effect. Okay. Oh my God. Well, yeah, I'll, I'll just leave, you know, like, uh, um, I mean, the, the, the link with you, but it will be elisadinapoli.com slash mind hacks. Okay. Uh, and then you'll be able to, to get the book. All right. I'm going to type that in. So then they'll just go here and then you'll email it to them. Yeah. So basically what they Beautiful. do is they go to elitedapoli.com slash mindhacks and they write their name and the email and uh, there will be, you know, an email sequence um, and it will send them to the, you know, the, uh, the book. The most important thing is that they add me to the, uh, to their um, uh, address book, because otherwise it will go to spam and they won't see right. it. You know, mm -hmm. right. info yeah. at com. If they add me, then they'll um, they'll receive oh. they'll receive the book. That's incredible. That's incredible. Thank you so much. Wow. I I'm. Oh my gosh. This is <laughs> turned into a therapy session. I was just like, my childhood and my parents <laughs> and money. <laughs> Wow. And yeah, you we do gotta this. a little bit of coaching there. <laughs> and you do this for people. Like, so if, if people are listening to this and like inspired and they want some accountability, which I know I definitely need accountability to do most things in my life, you, you do these on one on one basis as well, right? Yeah, yeah, I do. I mean, I, um, I have uh, specifically, I mean, I, I do help um, just about anyone that wants help, but I do have a specific kind of uh, program if you like for artists because I you know to get to help artists to achieve what they you know a project or something they want to to get done um, so yes they basically there is they could just go to again my website uh, com, and then there's a, um, a specific one if they want to call uh, like I offer 45 minute free um a consultation uh, called uh, creativity uh, slash coach. So elisadinabri.com slash creativity, uh, not dot, but uh, the little dash coach. Uh, and anyway, but if you just go to my website, you'll find it. And there you can get, a, you can book a, um, a free consultation. I, I do have limited uh, time for those, but I do offer them to people that are serious, you know, about kind of, getting folk going forward um, with this, you know, with maybe a project or maybe they they don't know, you know, what to do, um, or where to put their energy into. So we clarify, you know, we clarify in this consultation and and then, you know, after the 45 minutes, we can decide, okay, yes, I can help you or no, it's not for you. So there's no obligation there. 
wow. This was wow. I'm over. I'm I'm overwhelmed. This was this was my cat. <laughs> You're not gonna believe this. My calendar literally just fell. My calendar just <laughs> it like just that's my vision board as well. But my calendar literally. <laughs> I don't know what that means. I don't know what that sign is. The calendar is blank. So maybe that means that I need to tear it down and write stuff on it. All these opportunities uh, to be of service, but that was bizarre timing. Um, but wow. Thank you so much for sharing this and sharing your time and all your, okay. It's, it maybe will fall all the way. Hold on one second. (laughs) Awesome. Awesome. Wow. This was, yeah, this was, um, incredible. Mike Mars said, holy istic Batman. <laughs> oh, and Kristen asked, how would he get the book? I put a link to it in the chat and, uh, for anyone listening on the podcast, I've put a link directly to that and her coaching and she has courses and like, I, yeah, I mean, so is there, is there anything else? I mean, wow. You've like exceeded expectations beyond, um, words to be honest but um where i guess signing landing the plane here where uh where can people reach out to you or even just show gratitude and thank you for changing joel's life so in turn he can serve more people and make make money and make make happy so uh money doesn't equal happy everyone but um i have a joke that says comedy is a dream job if you hate money so it's, um, she smiled. She didn't laugh out loud. So we'll work on that one. But, uh, yeah, where, where could people go to like reach out to you, to connect with you on social media or whatnot? Like, please let, let the hot breath verse know. Yeah. I mean, the best place is just go to my website, elizadinavoli.com. All the links are there for my social media. Uh, I mean, I'm not a huge uh, social media. I don't have like tons and tons of followers, but uh, it's just, uh, you know, uh, I spend my time doing other things, but uh, uh, basically the best place is elizadinapoli.com and there they'll find links uh, for the book, you know, the the, the link I already gave, um, which was Mind, um, mind hacks. There's also a free masterclass that I offer for people with performance anxiety. There's all kinds of things there. So, you know, and then there's also my Facebook uh, link for Facebook. So if you want to get in touch that way, that's fine as well. Wow. Amazing. Thank you so much. And um, I appreciate everyone for hanging out and experiencing this live with us. That was incredible. Um, Wow, this was this was amazing. Thank thank you so much for being so generous with your time and information as well. Um, yeah, you've really you've really given a lot and helped a lot of people here. I'm glad I'm glad I'm glad to be a service. That's something you know that is important to me as well. So yeah, it. and you reached out you reached out to me about doing this. So yeah, I, I'm eternally grateful for that. Thank you. Well, thank you for doing you know for doing your your bit and helping other. People, you know, comedians. I love stand-up comedy. I mean, I do some musical comedy myself. It's not really, you know, stand-up comedy, but it's musical comedy. Fun. <laughs> love to check it out. Is it posted anywhere? Uh, yes, it's, I've got another website, which is dedicated to my music. And, you know, so that one is elisavulpes.com. It's a different name just because 
to make things difficult. Uh, yes. so, <laughs> so, um, yeah, so if you want to hear my music, you can go to elisavulpes.com and that's E-L-Y-S-A-V-U-L-P-E-S.com. Typical name. V-U-L what? V-U-L-P-E-S. Vulpes means uh, fox in Latin. Oh, okay. She's a mindset coach, not a branding coach, everyone. So just... Yeah. <laughs> not a branding coach. I can't do branding. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But your your websites look amazing, for sure. Um, I was definitely... It's all... When, when, when someone reaches out, like, let's talk about mindset, I'm like, well, hold on. Let's make sure this isn't someone, you know, just on Craigslist. Like, hey, I read a fortune cookie and now I want to tell you about it. Like, I, I, I was... I was <laughs> For sure, I checked her out before bringing her on here because uh, I want to make sure that, you know, this was something people would get value out of. And so and you exceeded expectations. So I will definitely put a link to your music as well, and I'll be sure to check it out. I'm excited about that. Um, so we're going to land the plane, Hot Breath Verse. But go forth, reach out to Elisa, even if it's just to thank her for coming on here and just let her know the power of the Hot Breath Verse and the impact that she made today. So she'll come back and um, give me another follow-up of like, Joel, where are your 10,000 subscribers? So thank you so much for listening, everyone, and we will see you on the next one. Bye, y'all. Bye-bye. There it is, Hot Breathiverse. Take that inspiration you feel right now. Take that energy and take action. Don't put this off. You found this episode at this time for this reason, for you to now set your goals, for you to now set the roadmap, set the intentions that Elisa was talking about, and make this the best year of not only your career, but of your life. Elisa also has free access to her book linked into the description of this episode. And if you want help, if you want accountability, if you want more access to Q&As like this, all you got to do is join Hot Breath Pro where you can connect with me and other motivated members around the world, all helping each other level up their comedy game. Everything is linked into the description of this episode. I hope to see you there on next week's Q&A. And I hope to hear Elisa being like, man, the Hot breath verse really reached out. Y'all are up to something special here. But in the meantime, in between time... I love you all so much, and I'm so grateful that you listened all the way to the end of this outro, and I'm so excited to see what 2022 brings. And until next Monday, right here on Hot Breath. Hot Breath. This episode of Hot Breath is sponsored by our Patreon. If any of our content has helped your comedy career, join our Patreon linked in the show notes and get positive comedy karma for life. Probably.